I don't want to get copyrighted. Yes, okay, here it is. By Matthew Ficko. Shout out to you if you are listening or if you're alive. I hope you're alive because this is only six years ago. But his comment is, Listening to Bill Evans' music is like watching the rain. Sometimes we feel sad. Other times we are calmed by it. But mostly we are entranced in the beauty of it. Hey, I'm Jane, and you're listening to Pecan Twist. In this podcast, I'm going to be spilling all the interesting experience that I've had growing up half Indian, half Chinese. We'll discuss everything from identity, childhood, the Asian community, and so much more. Thank you so much for listening, and let's get started on today's episode. Hello, everybody. I hope that you all are doing really well today. Um, So, how are you guys? I guess I feel like I've just been recording a lot of videos. Not videos. Why do I say videos? I'm not a YouTuber. I just feel like I've been recording a lot of episodes that take a lot of research and honestly take a lot out of me as well. And I've just been complaining in a lot of them in a certain sense. At least that's how I feel about them. I do feel like, yes, I'm bringing awareness to certain topics, but also it is just me complaining about the system, which I think is okay to a certain extent, but that's not what I want this to be about fully. Um, And also it's just, it's been a week for me. Like it's just been a week. It's been... A lot has been going on, and it's just kind of been back to back to back. I feel like I haven't been sleeping. I haven't even... Well, I have been, but I just feel like I haven't... There was no break. It's just been overwhelming, and now that it's over, I just kind of feel this sense of ease and relaxation, and I just want to talk to you guys and hang out, because I feel like I haven't done that for a while, at least. I just haven't... You know, we just haven't hung out and talked. And so today's episode is going to be pretty chill. Um, I guess you could say maybe a little bit lazy. I don't know. it It didn't take as much preparation as some of my other ones have. Um, I just, you know, I think this. these are some of my favorite episodes to listen to just someone talking about something that they're really really passionate about I love hearing that and hearing their take on it because I think it's so interesting to hear someone who's good at what they do and who loves it so much just talk about it it's it's so fascinating to me um not saying that I'm good at (laughs) what I do in terms of jazz but I do really like it and you know I love it it's one of one of my favorite things and it's really important to me so I want to share that with you guys so kind of in conjunction with an episode I did a little bit ago about you know white supremacy and jazz etc I was like you know today's super chill I just want to talk to you guys about jazz and some of my favorite records that maybe you can listen to you know if you're not into jazz or if you don't normally listen to it maybe this could be your introduction if you're interested 
So I literally just have my playlist pulled up and I'm going to talk about a few songs and then that'll be today's episode. Um, so this is in no particular order, by the way, this is just the, literally the order they're coming up to me. Um, so Monin by Art Blakey and the Jazz Messengers. I love this song. I even wrote my jazz essay or my college essay, my personal statement about this song. And I can do a whole other episode about that mess because I wrote it and then I really liked it and then I also hated it for a long time and now I feel like I'm just kind of in the middle about it. But back to the song, it is so I think the energy that it has is unparalleled. Like, I would love to have been in the studio the day that they recorded it. I think it would have been so cool. Um, they actually, I think, so Art, Blake, Art Blakey is a drummer, and the Jazz Messengers is his group, or was his group. And um, this song is just, I don't know, there's something about it. There's also... The solos are amazing, and I think it's the drums, first of all. The drums after the first chorus, they really hit. And then just kind of each solo is so interesting. It has its own personality, and I think you can, you know, you can kind of tell about, in a certain sense, you can kind of see the personality of a person through their solos, and I think it's so cool how you can see that and um, how the art that someone is making reflects who they are, which makes sense, it seems intuitive, but sometimes you forget about that and you try to separate the art from the artist. I don't know, I think there's a balance. Um, but now I'm rambling, so that would be my first recommendation. It's great, the piano solo is amazing. Um, I really like the trumpet solo as well. So the next, um, that I really love is These Foolish Things by Ella Fitzgerald and Louis Armstrong. They recorded it, I want to say, oh, I'm not sure. I don't want to get it wrong, so I'm just not going to say anything. Okay, 1957. Um, and they recorded a few albums, actually. And this one I just love a lot this version that she has. Um, I think Oscar Peterson is on the piano and he just does an amazing job with complimenting her voice and the way that she sings. It is, yeah, Oscar Peterson. So good. It's just absolutely quality. And um, I highly recommend, it's, it's, it's a tearjerker for sure. The lyrics are so good. It's one thing that I love about jazz and the songs, if you hear the lyrics like by a singer, it's so poetic, the way that they express the emotion. I think, you know, today's music can be kind of, this is how I feel. This is why I feel this way. Not, in, that's not bad, but I do think there is a beauty in expressing your emotions in this poetic manner that you kind of think about for a long time and every time you think about it you realize something new about the meaning of the lyrics. I just think that's really beautiful and um, memorable. So that, and if you guys want, I will link all of these songs in the little podcast description thing. Um, so that one's really, really good. I just love Ella. She's definitely my favorite jazz singer. 
unparalleled. Um, another song that I really love is, oh my gosh, Eleanor. Eleanor by Hank Jones. This is by the Hank Jones Trio, I believe. It's off their album, West of Fifth. First of all, Hank Jones is totally underrated, in my opinion. And he's just an amazing pianist. And this song is so good. It's so good. Eleanor, it's... The first time I heard it, I was shocked. I literally remember sitting back in my chair and just listening. It's such an experience to listen to. The chords are so beautiful. It kind of, to me, the beginning reminds me of a waltz in the weirdest way, just the way that the chords are being broken up. And the brush, the drummer, the drummer uses brushes, which I think adds to the whole experience of the song. It's lovely. It's absolutely lovely. I highly recommend. You gotta listen to it. Hank Jones, I feel like he doesn't get talked about a lot. Correct me if I'm wrong to anyone who is also a, you know, a jazz connoisseur, but I feel like he doesn't get talked about enough, and Eleanor is such a lovely song. I... (laughs) I think it's so funny how so many great jazz songs are just named after women. Just like we have Eleanor, Waltz for Debbie. There's there's plenty. I, I'm just not thinking of them, but there's so many. And I think it's it's pretty interesting. I don't know. I would love to have a song named Jane or something, you know. I don't know. Okay, that was stupid. Um, moving on. I'm trying to give you guys ones that, okay, well, now that I mentioned Waltz for Debbie, I have to talk about Waltz for Debbie because I have to include Bill Evans because he is it. He will always be it for me. He was my the first jazz pianist that I really, really loved. I just remember listening to him and thinking about how does, how he plays is so entrancing. It's like watching... Oh, I remember reading this really great comment on YouTube, and it was something about, I'm paraphrasing, but it was like, watching Bill Evans is like watching the rain. Sometimes we are entranced by it. So, wait, I actually, I need to find this comment, because it's it's such a good comment. Okay, wait, I think it's on My Foolish Heart. I don't want to get copyrighted. Yes, okay, here it is, by Matthew Ficko. Shout out to you if you are listening or if you're alive i hope you're alive because this is only six years ago but his comment is listening to bill evans music is like watching the rain sometimes we feel sad other times we are calmed by it but mostly we are entranced in the beauty of it like what that's so good so accurate as well bill evans is literally sorry that was my chair um it's just, it's, you can't, it's an experience. It's like you're being taken out of this world and plunged into something so beautiful. You can just wrap your mind around it and you just want to lay in it. Whatever it is. I don't even know what it is, but you just want more of it. That's what his playing does to you. I can't even describe it. Um, let's see, I'll do, I'll do two more. Okay, this one... Oh, this is so good. Okay, it's by Red Garland, another great pianist. I feel like I need to do a horn one after this. But it is um, Estrellita. Again, my Spanish is pretty bad. But um, 
estrellita. It's, I think it's Spanish for star or little star, something like that. His version is so good. If you listen to it with headphones, you can actually hear the, um, I think they use some kind of special drum, but it sounds like a pitter patter. It's, I don't think they used a drum set for it, or maybe they did, but they also had another uh, type of, another percussive instrument. And it sounds like someone's padding. It's just like the whole the whole time, the whole song. And I love the way that he plays the chords in this one. He each note in the melody has a chord. And it's it just is so beautiful. So like entrancing again. I think that's the one thing that all great musicians have is when you watch them you're entranced even if you don't want to be um and all that and they make it look easy that's another thing i will say that i think great musicians have in common is they make you feel like you can do it as well you're like oh that doesn't look too bad and then you sit there and try to do it and you're like yeah it's been why did i think that i would be able to do that it's because they're so good at it they make they make it look like it's completely doable even though you know deep down that it's incredibly difficult and they're just amazing. Um, okay, I'm going to do this last one just because it has... I'm trying to listen to more horn music, by the way. I need. I was told I need to think more like a horn player when I solo, so we're, we're trying. But this one has a special place in my heart because we played it at my very, very first jazz recital ever. And I think it's such a fun song to play. It's called Teaneck. It's by Cannonball Adderley and uh, it is so fun. It's upbeat. I think the melody is very infectious. It gets stuck in your head all the time. I hear myself humming the melody to Teaneck all the time. It's like Okay, I'm gonna cut that out. That was embarrassing. But um, it's so... It's unforgettable, in my opinion, and it's also very fun to solo on. It's fun to, it's very fun to play. I think it's one of the most fun songs to play on the list I just mentioned, just because of the tempo, and there's something about the changes, especially on piano. It's fun to comp, because it's one of those songs where you can kind of comp on the offbeat, and it still sounds really good. Um, but yeah, so that's it for today's episode. It's short but sweet. Um, please, if you're interested, check out the songs that I just talked about. I think they're all amazing. They are not only great songs in themselves, but they also open up the world of jazz. And if you like one of these records, all of the artists that I talked about today have amazing other records that you can listen to and enjoy and just, you know, learn more about. I think you... You have nothing to lose by just checking it out, if you're interested, if you want to. Um, and if you don't want to, then thank you double for even listening to the end of this episode because you literally have nothing to gain <laughs> from it. Um, but I really appreciate you guys, and I just want to say thank you so much for even letting me have this platform that where I can talk about the things you know that I love. And I always say that, and I'm sure it gets annoying to you guys, but I just want to make sure that... I'm not taking anything for granted because I do love doing this and it's really fun for me. 
Okay, I hope that you all are doing really well, and I'll see you next time. Bye! Hey, this is the end of today's episode. I'd like to give a thank you to my parents for supporting me in this somewhat ridiculous endeavor and for teaching me that every voice matters. And thank you so much for listening to this somewhat shitty podcast. You guys are the best and I'll see you next time.